0: And I asked him, I'm like, how do I tell me the worst swear words, you know, uh, for English. Yeah. And he's like a super polite kid. He's like, call them dumbass. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I felt, I felt hype with dumbass, yeah. you know, yeah. like it, it had a lot of weight. <laughs> and so I was running around the playground calling all these kids dumbasses and no, no one would fight me And I was getting cheesed. <laughs> it was like, what? Like, isn't that supposed to be Triggering, you know, like a deep uh... level, but it, it wasn't.
1: But like you, you did an episode a long time ago, right? Yeah. With your how was yeah. that experience? Like- yeah,
0: me and my cousin, we uh, we had this conversation too of of doing one for ourselves too, and we we still do it. Actually, yeah. we're we're still uh, doing our own little thing, but it's gotten very like soccer focused.
1: Oh, okay, okay. That's so good. we'll
0: talk about like the EPL and the Premier League and uh, and all that. Um, but yeah, with him, it was just mostly just with. Like, old-time stories, like, things like that. So, um, with that, it's just different, right? Yeah. But again, like, I think having these things where this is what people are doing now. It's kind of becoming a thing where everyone's doing it. Yeah. So, it's and, cool and, to that,
1: see. and that's why, like, um, that's been my main concern, right? Like, everybody's doing it. Uh, In fact, like i probably say it's for credibility, but I've been wanting to do this for like two, three years. Remember, we've talked about yeah, this for a yeah. while, right, before it even got popular. But now that I did it, like I see everybody doing it, and I'm like, hey, what? It's going to make us stand out? And kind of what you're saying is like basically to choose a niche,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Like you, you kind of niched up. You're choosing sports, soccer. Um, and for this, like I have been trying to find that balance, right? Uh, and that balance is like trying to uh, show people, the audience, like how to come out of chaos, right? Like transcend chaos. And that's something me and you have talked about yeah. extensively, right? So, like, just as a little background, like, where do we meet? Like, where, just if you want to tell the story, I think you remember better than me. Where do we meet? <laughs> where did we meet? Not when, because that's like, imagine knowing the exact date, but like, obviously, oh, in middle okay. school, right? Okay, like yeah. background. Yeah, story. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was uh, phew, probably sometime in grade seven or grade eight.
1: Yeah. Um, Great! What it was, what, the World Cup was 2006. I think I mentioned that like a year before. Yeah, that World Cup, 2005, maybe. Yeah,
0: I I just have this memory so of of me, you, and another guy named uh, Josh. Hmm. Um, we were all in band class <laughs> together. That's what I remember.
1: Yo, that's what you remember, eh? Yeah,
0: and I remember yeah. you were you would be a couple of rows behind me playing. I don't know what you guys played but it Tropid. looked way way more fun than the freaking uh, clarinet. <laughs> you were the
1: clarinet? Yeah, and
0: I was jealous of that. I was like, "Oh man, I wish I was Oh, that's I the softest one out of all the instruments. I
1: yeah. know. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, one. yeah. Oh my god. That I one on the remember. flute. The flute's pretty the f- bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh RIP all the flute players. Uh, yeah. uh, but no, uh I remember you from like soccer. I didn't I didn't remember that we had bank class together thats crazy yeah we had but that's
0: like if i think if i connect you to the earliest memories yeah um i think band class immediately and then i also think of the other class that we had which was uh shop shop yeah we had the homeroom together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we
1: never did our homework never ever like, like a bunch of rebels yeah <laughs> no and that's the thing like the importance of why i'm trying to like uh kind of bring this to memory is like you know, like, I don't know if kids, especially with the pandemic, like, how kids are doing it nowadays, right? Do you think it's, like, the same environment? Like, you know, with us, yeah, where you lived, you know how, like, it was, like, a 20-minute walk from the school? And I remember after school, like, it would be so fun, especially, like, in the summer. We would all be joking, walking down the street. Uh, to And the thing is, I would want to chill with you guys so much that my house was in the opposite direction. And I would walk 20 yeah, minutes to your house and take the bus... That was in front of your stop, yeah. To and that would bus would take me to the station. So it would be like a almost like an hour detour, yeah, right, just yeah, to yeah, chill yeah. with you guys. Like it was so fun doing those uh, walks. I don't think kids have that. Like my brother and sister, they don't, they don't do like they don't tell me stories like that. Yeah,
0: man. I don't know. I I I've been trying to actually keep an eye out on the uh, on the younger generation a little bit, and it seems like they're just all caught up in the in the digital stuff. Like yeah. we would leave our house. Uh, like I remember summer times you'd leave 9 in the morning you grab your scooter with a <laughs> ball whatever like that yeah. choice was that day you'd go with football baseball whatever Yeah, and then you'd come home when sun
1: when the sun was going down yeah so no they don't they don't have that anymore it's not to bash them right because I think that topic has been talked about extensively like their issues are something else like my brother all his friends are like online right so but he does have better communication skills than I had at that age because you're always like Talking, talking and being like right. yeah like the guy over there and the guy over here you know they're always like communicating versus us we're just like just, uh, kicking the ball around shooting like hoops or or whatever right like yeah yeah, yeah i would a say a good like, point actually well wow. yeah yeah because yeah, uh, i mean uh, i sound like an old guy when i bash as like young guys like even though it's it is annoying it's just natural <laughs> man you gotta do it yeah it's like you're jealous or something but um no i uh it's interesting cause, uh, for those of you who don't know, like you weren't born here, right? You're you're from mm-hmm. Iran, right? Mm-hmm. So you had a uh, in a way. What what age did you come here again? Ten
0: years old. Ten.
1: Yeah. So from like I was born here, right? So from zero to ten, we have different stories. I think our story is kind of obviously after high school, then we we went our separate ways. But we had a similar story during those years. But when I met you, we were like different people. I remember you, man, like with your haircut, like the super fob, super <laughs> super like the bowl. <laughs> Like a bowl, you know, like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had the bowl. I had the I had the splits oh right my. down the middle.
1: The the little Moses. Yeah, the, seat. yeah the
0: Moses. <laughs> I had that. I had
1: it all, man. To let my people go and <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's how I remember you, man. Like I, I remember it's like a, it was like a white shirt, long sleeve in the summer. I'm like, what is this guy? Yeah, yeah. And I loved it, man. You were like, um, you still are, but like when I met you, like very quiet, very humble and stuff, and. And it's such a good uh, memory, right? But, like, how was it for you when you came here? Uh, that, I think I met you... I didn't... Obviously, I met you when, what? We were, like, 13, 14? Yeah. 14, so yeah I, I didn't meet you immediately, right? So, how was it, like, your transition?
0: Yeah, the immediate experience, I think... Uh, luckily, I was young enough um, that when I came here, it went straight into ESL class. And then, with those guys' help, you almost, like, start to lose the accent immediately. Yeah. Um, and I actually, somebody actually told me what the actual reason is. I always thought it was a brain thing or was a brain development type of thing. But, um, if I'm not mistaken, my client was telling me that it's a voice box thing. So apparently up to 12, when your voice box isn't developed, you can lose the accent. Once the voice box is developed, then the accents tend to stick. And I just heard that yesterday. That's so, crazy. That's yeah. actually
1: I gotta look into that. And
0: I always thought it was like a brain or language part of the brain kind of development. Yeah. Um And apparently it's not. Let's because trust her. I guess
1: I, I, I actually noticed that. Like I didn't think it was a voice box, but it is similar. Because my theory was that there's like a certain age. For me, it was like after 11 or 12, like you have that accent. Like even if you like, yeah. you can't lose it. Yeah. So from what my experience, like uh, from who the people that we know. Anybody that came before eleven, 12-ish, yeah. they don't have an accent, exactly. right? So yeah. maybe that's the age where the voice box, like, yeah, develops. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, but like, how's your experience? Like, because what? Ten years of growing up in Iran is still like a yeah, it's a long time, right? So how was it there? Like, how? Yeah, so how's back Iran? <laughs> there, back
0: there, like I remember a, a funny story was when I first came here, uh, and I think a lot of other immigrant Iranians would be able to relate. Over there when we go to school, um, it's all based around fighting people and then becoming best friends with them. So yeah, yeah. that's how we made friends over there. And I remember I came here and in the playground, I was trying to fight every kid. <laughs> and that was my way, because yeah. that's all that I knew. It's like, yeah. okay, I don't have any friends right now. What do I have to do? Oh, okay, I got to scrap and then they'll become my best friends. Yeah, Because yeah. it was like a respect thing or whatever. <laughs> And, um, then, uh, the ESL actually teacher and one, uh, one of the guys, they told me like, Hey man, you can't do that. It doesn't work like that here. You have yeah. to be friendly. You have to like communicate. Yeah, you have to communicate. Yeah. You have to do these things. Oh my. So. Yeah, I got pulled into the office a couple of times and they told me like, no, like you have to be nice. So like, like, how would you do
1: that? They just like, just try to like scrap someone? (laughs) How does that work?
0: In our friend group, I've told the story a bunch of times, but I went to our other Persian buddy and I asked him, I'm like, how do I tell me the worst swear words, you know, Uh, for English. Yeah. And he's like a super polite kid. He's like, call them dumbass and I was like oh wow like I felt I felt hype with dumbass you know yeah. like it, it had a lot of weight and so I was running around the playground calling all these kids dumbasses and no no one would fight me And I was getting cheesed it was like what like isn't that supposed to be you know, like a deep level but it, it wasn't so that was that was my first few months and then I started to just kind of use sports to mm-hmm. make friends yeah I, yeah I was pretty like decent at just a bunch of different sports yeah I'd, I'd pick them up fairly easy and so I'd use that to make friends and I couldn't speak at that point, yeah, but once it I hit like the the six month point or the one year point, I think you just you you go smooth sailing from
1: there like how would you describe like the difference between i guess the Persian culture as in like making friends? apart from like the beefy i'm saying like i am saying like how's the dynamic that's i think that's what i'm asking like is there a big difference in dynamics like when you become this you say you would scrap and then become friends how is that friendship was it like was it a stronger bond because you guys fought or
0: yeah i think and i don't know maybe this this might be inaccurate or it might be right but i think uh, the when you were asking me that the thing that came up was that it back in iran it felt a lot like you were it was like a tribe almost like you yeah. had your boys or whatever like your group of people and like you guys were like a small tribe and it was you guys versus the world that's whereas then when i came here everybody kind of got along yeah, so yeah. maybe that's a difference in dynamics That's
1: interesting actually Yeah It's a, that that changes the whole dynamic of like how you grow up and everything right
0: Yeah i uh. guess
1: especially like obviously back home there's only one sort of people right and here you have like persians uh, hispanics you know like yeah that how was that for you was that like weird like to see different
0: yeah i've always
1: wondered that because for me i grew up here right so i'm so used to like i grew up in an entire neighborhood i went to a public school like every nationality how is it like growing up with just your own nationality (laughs) yeah uh I think uh, what, here or... Like what, like the difference, I guess. Like, is it weird like coming here and seeing like so many different people get along and be friends? Like,
0: I think it was refreshing. I think after the first little bit, I'd learned quickly that like that's just it. The way that it works here is different. Yeah. Which is like being more friendly, like, you know, being yeah, yeah, yeah. cool with people, like warm with people. Back home, it was a kind of tribal like that where yeah. like whoever wasn't your friend you were almost enemies true so true. like th- those are the kind of like memories that i have yeah from back home but again we we're like eight years old seven years old like yeah. whatever right so it could have been uh these type of things
1: yeah and it's so interesting because like uh you're like obviously we have our other friend th- thomas and i know we uh, all of our other friends but you're like it's so interesting to have a friend that like you've been you, you guys grew up together I know maybe a lot of listeners like have that. I know people that like they have a bunch of friends that they grew up with. Me, I I, I used to move around a lot, um, and I always like have different activities that I do, so I always end up making new friends, right? And then like the old ones, that just move on, whatever. But with you, it's been like we grew up together, and yeah, I don't think under, people understand the what do you call it the, um, the impact of that. It's like a brother, right? It's like yeah. we, you guys saw each other, like you guys seen everything and i feel like that's so unique uh, maybe maybe people like underestimate it or like they don't uh appreciate it mm-hmm. you know They've always been my boy for like whatever but to like see someone change and grow up and and literally grow and graduate yeah. and and like succeed like, that's so like unique to me it's such a unique experience right yeah. which is for me i saw those changes in you right like i saw you go from like the bowl haircut like the spiky haircut and like you turn into like a Gino. <laughs> yeah, we,
0: we th- That's the funny thing is we had those phases. Yeah, of going those phases. through. Like I think with our generation, it might have been a musical thing. Because through your teenage years, you had like, okay, we were listening to much music. And then you would like listen to punk rock. Yeah. And therefore that meant that you had to dress punk rock or suddenly you and your boys are listening to rap. Now you had to dress up rap and, and G gangster unit. <laughs> and, and the G unit. And we had... Um, if if you want to get into it, uh, you should say all the all the things that we used to dress up, like all the oh, brands. Let's and, do it.
1: And, I I and I, I want to clip this. I want to clip this, and I, we have pictures, right? Of yeah, us, yeah. Like, um, yeah. So, yeah. okay. The first, wait, what came first? Was it the 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 preppy, the Hollister, or was it the Gu? No, the Gu no it was first, the gangster right? stuff. Yeah, how we used to wear like double X. Okay, so for those listening, I want you to imagine this. Like, if, if you're listening on Spotify, try to go on YouTube. Look at Sam <laughs> and. Picture him with and a black tee. <laughs> black tee. Right. Well, what size were you actually back then? Like a oh, small? I was medium? probably an extra small. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sam would wear, he's an extra small. He would wear a XL black tee. Yeah. With white dickies and white shoes. 13 <laughs> <A> year old kid. <laughs> and then, wait, did you have a gold chain? Gold chain. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. And me, uh, I was what? Like a large? I would wear like two XL uh, sweater in the summer. Friggin', uh, I would I would uh, tuck my sock uh, in my shoe. Yeah. Or is it vice versa? I would tuck my sh- no, I tuck my uh, in my pants, in my sock, and I would I would wear like a bandana for some reason sometimes. Oh yeah, that was your thing. What's wrong with us? Yeah, like, you had <laughs> the academics look happening <laughs> with the
0: air forces.
1: That's what I, I remember about the you. The most graffiti or the most graphic design that the teacher had was like the better, right? Yeah. And that was a crazy time because i remember my mom would always be like what are you what are, what are you, you trying to achieve what are you here? trying to hide yeah. <laughs> and, and i understand that was a culture right like usually when you wear baggy clothes because you're like out there robbing, yeah. right but uh for me i, I actually had this one on um, one of my notes uh i need to bring it up man i always ripped on you guys for this and uh it's the glow sticking phase oh I yeah i forgot about that no i remember it's because i seen uh my friend she's showing me skipping videos and apparently like, you know, like you skip, it's cool exercise, right? But now like they're doing moves and they're, they sell, they sell skipping ropes that glow in the dark. And this girl's like with one arm, like, like a lasso and it glows in the dark. And it just, I had a flashback to you guys glow sticking at, at the, days, yeah. <laughs> at a lunch break at the back of the, of the school. Cause yeah. that was popular back then, right? Like glow sticking and stuff. Yeah. That was a club thing. Yeah. I it was think a club the thing. The way right?
0: it had started was, um, you'd, pop the the glow stick and then you'd uh tie it at the end of a shoe. Yeah and yeah, then yeah. you just spin it do tricks with it. Um, that was that was our thing. <laughs> and you rightly chose to
1: stay oh, out of that. Oh man. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you one memory I had of that like I it was I was so embarrassed. Like I, I was coming back from lunch, but I, I ended up like I went to lunch but then I was like you know what I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> I was like such a rebel. So like I, I took the bus back. As the bus was passing the school <laughs> i see like i look it's passing the school i look at the all the way at the back i see you and mike just glow sticking at, oh, at the same time at the same time you guys oh. were just glow sticking i'm like i'm in the bus i'm like oh those my are my boys
0: <laughs> <laughs> get them out of there oh my there's, god there's actually a, a video on youtube of mike glow sticking uh in the same spot and it's on youtube it's at, got at, uh, york mills? at york mills and uh do you remember chanel yeah, yeah, yeah. Chanel, yeah, Chanel Thomas, and Mike
1: glow-sticking behind They were all glow-sticking.
0: Uh, Mike was. They oh, were just there Oh, they were just there. Out. Yeah.
1: Dude, I don't know how many people are, like, listening, like, Yeah, like we're that. exposing <laughs> deep stuff right now. Yeah, but that it's so, it was embarrassing for me. I was like, not because it was, like, a bad thing, Just because, like, like, it literally looked like just jumping rope. Yeah. Like, almost, yeah, you yeah. know? But that's why I had a flashback. Because my friend, she's she's learning how to do, like, moves. And then she showed me a video and this girl has a, like a glow stick. Like the skipping rope is a glow stick. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, what? <laughs> What's the point of this? Yeah. But what was the point of that? Like what was well, the fad? The, the like why was it so cool? Practicing at school
0: was to p- prepare for the, for the nightclub event on the weekend. Which yeah. would happen with the all ages in Toronto. Like it would happen yeah. once every month. Yeah. And it was those famous companies and they'd have events. And so when you would go to those events it's just a, like 500 600 people yeah and blasting music and you'd make a giant circle you'd go in the middle and then start chanting and then people would open <laughs> up the circle for you and when they opened it up it meant now you can go yeah, yeah so yeah. then th- you would start and oh, like okay. it was like a whole like hype thing yeah and then you'd take turns you you'd like you know you you yeah <laughs> Literally.
1: I never went to those with you guys, so I was like, uh, I had no clue why. But yeah, I yeah, understand. you actually never did. No, no, yeah. So understand. that's
0: that's why, because you do that, and it was all. Oh, like, but your imagine the right? attention! People exactly, looking doing all, moves and stuff. Exactly, it was all. I I think a huge attention piece for yeah. us back then, and like you would notice after you would uh do your turn and glow stick you'd come out all the girls would kind of just be like (laughs) around and they'd be like looking at Yeah, they'd like think you're famous or whatever um that was the deal man that was
1: the girls for the uh, curls for the girls back then exactly oh man but so going like uh, off of that um uh it might be like a little deep but it's something that's it, it does impact like something about you that i've learned like I don't know if you've noticed, um, but I like to give you a lot of credit. Like, a lot of stuff that I've done in my life, I've always thought about you. Like, like you're not there saying, like, yo, take this advice. You just tell me stuff, and sometimes, like, I'll take that tidbit and use it in my life, right? And there's something that you told me. I don't know if you remember, you told me one time that you wanted to be unique. You know, that, like, let's say a bunch, everybody was buying kind of the goose. You're like, I don't, I want to, you got, like, a moose knuckle, right? And I always admired that, like, that you wanted to, like, And you weren't actively trying to be different, like you know, you weren't like purposely doing things extravagant to be different. But that was your 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 uh, your way of standing out, right? And I admire that a lot because I've always tried to do that myself, right? So, like, my question is, where does that come from? You know, what was your need for that, like, or was it just something you just wanted to do?
0: I don't know. That's a good question, and I think it's for sure complex. I don't think there's. An answer to that I think a big part of it throughout those years yeah because I notice now I don't really want yeah. that um but I think through those years uh especially in, in in the teenage years it had to have been some kind of like attention thing where you want to be different or yeah. you want to be like uh you want to stand out you want to be unique um but also a, a lot of it I think came from uh my mom who since i was a kid she'd always say uh she was like huge into astrology okay so she'd say like oh you're a leo so like your closet's gonna be like look like this and you're gonna have the most like unique clothes and like she was trying to like i guess create some kind of um how do you say like just give me like power to like make your own decisions like not fear to be different yeah yeah and i guess these kind of things so maybe that's where that came from too
1: yeah, no, hundred percent. And off of that, like, you did, uh, you were like my only friend that I've had. I, I talked to you about this well as before, like where you, your parents got divorced during that time, yeah, right? Yeah, How like we were it wasn't in high school; it was in middle school, right? It was like right after I met you, actually.
0: It was. Um, yeah, I think it was around grade ten ish. Grade yeah. nine, grade ten,
1: maybe. Yeah, yeah, so it was like, it was going on in high school. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah it
0: actually, yeah, it happened uh, before grade 10 started.
1: Yeah, that's the reason why was. I bring it up is like, that's actually a pretty deep and touchy subject because uh, over here, like, um, one of the best episodes that we've had had to do with family. Mm-hmm. And that's because, I mean, we all have families, right? Like, we all, we're not born in our thin air, right? So it's a it's a difficult dynamic, especially when your parents are separated. But like, how, how I, I, like, I don't know if you've never asked me, but like, I, I had my, my view of you, not of your parents, of you, like how kind of that changed you for the good or the bad, but in you, in your eyes, how did you, did you see any changes? Like, how did it affect you? Like, oh, did I you think, notice it? Or
0: Yeah, for sure. I think as a kid, um, especially again in your teenage years, when something like that happens, Um, you go so many different ways with it, right? Like there's, there's parts of you that like wants to play the victim game or like parts of you that wants to be angry, parts of you that wants to, um, like, you know, like defeat it or conquer it or all, all these kind of things. Um, so I think, uh, huh. I don't remember exactly how I must have been. But I think after that happened, what basically ended up happening was uh, because my dad was working all the time, um, I was just kind of freestyling. yeah, like, And that's the kind of like vibe that I got from my dad too, was just like, go out and have a good time. And so those years were really just about going out and having a great time with friends, with parties, with, you know, everything that comes with those years. And so I think that's how how most of it, I think, went for those years. Until you hit a certain point, I think you start to see the world differently. Um, But yeah, initially, I think for sure, I probably would have... uh, uh, the first few years, I probably was like angry, or um, you know, all the all the different kind of emotions for sure.
1: And that's the thing, like even though we were like good friends and tight, like I never saw that from you, like I, yeah. Now saw that, like I, I might have noticed it, but I've never you never told me, like you never told anybody. By mm-hmm. the way, like maybe uh, somebody else. But I'm saying, like you, you were never like vocal about it. You never showed it, yep. any kind of aggression or anger or anything. You know, you didn't victimize yourself. You were. Is what you described, or you were just like a free bird, like just yeah, living life, yeah, you know? definitely
0: doing doing you, yeah, definitely. I think the the one thing that ended up happening, and it was advice from someone, is just that it is what it is, and you just got to accept and move on. And I think even as a as a teenager, luckily those kind of messages stuck. So I think uh, that that was definitely helpful
1: to to whoever How, told like me that the absence of one parent, like. Did you feel it at, at times? Um,
0: for sure. I think, well, especially in those beginning months or first few years, you kind of like play this angry kind of vibe towards your own world yeah, and, and to towards the way that you are seeing your own story f- uh, unfold. Um, but I think even after a year or so, feeling that absence, I had many, many moments where I was like, okay, this has happened and adults are adults and they probably have, uh, their own stories for whatever went on and whatever happened. And so I think I remember from that age trying to be conscious of, of, uh, not losing the uh, relationship with my mom
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Was it like difficult to maintain that? Like, cuz she she moved right she moved yeah right? she did move she moved yeah. for work but i think uh luckily we
0: kind of kept it yeah. kept it pretty healthy um there was obviously lots of up and up and downs yeah. and you try to reconnect and you know things like that but um yeah luckily we did we yeah. kept it yeah cuz i did i did have a very strong connection with my mom just growing up yeah yeah uh, I It noticed. was just always me and her alone so yeah we we kept it uh pretty good
1: yeah, I know, and obviously like we talked about it's like we always have problems with our parents and stuff, but like I, I love your dad, man. He's one of the yeah. best guys I know. Like he's yeah, he's yeah. an amazing man and uh, kudos for him, right? Like uh uh for taking the responsibility and and you know, raising you, right? Like yeah. it's 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 been a crazy ride to see that and to see how you've come out on the side but like my main question here is did you feel that absence when you were dealing with your crazy exes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you like that transition? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Smooth laughs> no, no. I, but, before, <laughs> but before we start, like I don't want to fall into that, like um, I feel like that when we were younger, it's I was like, I oh, have my crazy ex. But but I, as I've grown older, I realized that sometimes there were things that we made them go crazy or or maybe it was us. But there are crazy people out there, and I think me and you experienced that at least once. Maybe not all of your exes or or your uh, anybody you went out with, but I know you have a story too that that we kind of witnessed. That the, and that's another thing too. Uh, similar to my co-host Sachin, like, uh, with him it's like recently, but with you, if it almost feels like we kind of go through the same stuff at the same time, which is weird. You know, like we dated this like a, a girl uh, for almost the same year years right together. You broke up with yours. Basically, when I did, yeah, uh, stuff like that, right, and it's so interesting, because you were dealing with some like police stuff, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 so was I, like it's 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 nuts, right, so how did you feel <laughs> the absence for that, or how was it, it you so to start off it's your first that was your first relationship, right, the craziest one, right, yeah, that was your first one, yeah, and yeah, same with me, and yeah. I think that's it makes sense because we're young, you know, it's our first relationship. You don't really know how to gauge the craziness yeah, of someone. You have no database there. <laughs> no data. There's no previous. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I don't want to sound like that, but like I think we have. Me and you have enough evidence. So let's talk about you. Like I think you have enough evidence to to really classify this person, right, as a certain level. Maybe not of crazy, but just like of intense. You know. So how was that, man? I know you went through a lot with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I think thinking back, like those uh, first relationships that we had, yeah, um, they were so similar in, in many ways, um, but different too at the same time. Um, I think though, looking at the parent thing and the, for example, my parents being divorced, yours being together, um, and the way that those things went, I think, potentially, I could be wrong, but I think that... That has to do with it being your first relationship. And I think as kids, when it is your first one or second one or or when your brain just hasn't developed, you want to be in a movie. Mm. So you almost like want to push those boundaries and see where it goes. (laughs) That's a good way of putting it. (laughs) And it's like your own little science experiment, right? And you want to kind of see, okay, what if I do this and say this? What will this person act with me like? Because it's your first ever serious yeah. relationship, yeah. so you kind of think like you're in an MTV movie show or or whatever, and that's I think uh, how that went down is that potentially when you because we also heard it from some of our other buddies too, yeah, that we're going through some of the same similar things. And they were like finding themselves in the same boat. And we all were like, man, I know it just happened to me. <laughs> Maybe some of those things, the, the other crazier stuff that yeah. that happened, I think those, the crazier, um, unstable or, you know, scary moments where potential like legal stuff could, could get involved and whatnot. And you're just a kid and you're innocent and you have no idea yeah. what the hell is happening. Um, That could be just down to the other person. And again, they're a kid too at that age. Yeah. So those girls, they would have been what, like 17, 16? Exactly. Something like that. So, kids, basically. Again, yeah. And then potentially their connections back to their family stories, back to their own database of whatever they have. Yeah. So it's just, it comes down to uh, each decision, I think, that you choose to make almost in a movie style when you're in those years, early years,
1: I think. Did did you feel like, uh, you probably have your own opinion of me, but like, I didn't see you change, right? But did you see a change in me? Like, because I noticed one change in me that I always bring up and I'm always going to like, uh get advice even to our videographer Antonio over here. He's a young kid. He's uh he's a manly like he wants to be manly in love. Antonio uh, <laughs> Antonio shout out to Antonio <laughs> Luna Photography. Yeah, no, but um like stuff like like even my little brother going up, I always tell him Exposed. like uh, <laughs> No, I always tell him that uh like for me when you met me, uh you know me, I'm shy, I'm quiet, I'm not problematic, you know. I don't I'm not confrontational. confrontational. Yeah. So, for me, in this relationship, like, she was very jealous, right? And she was always, always pushing it. Like, jealousy, jealousy. I I came and talked to my cousins at the time, you know? It was, like, ridiculous. So, I felt like I was kind of, like, staying behind and being a sucker. So, I had to be jealous as well to kind of make it fair. And I became this toxic, like, jealous guy. Wow. And and it it changed me. Like, because it became real, right? Like, I would see her, like, just look like maybe in the direction of a dude I'd be like you looked at him and I hate people like that but wow, I became that guy wow. but I became and I don't want to blame her but that's the thing the evidence that I have to back up my claim is you knew me from before my mom she came up to me and she's like Oscar like you you were never even like growing up sometimes you can tell there's little kids that like they're jealous of their mom they don't want people to touch their toys Yeah, I've never been like that my mom was like like Oscar you you always shared your toys you were never jealous whatever why are you acting like this right and it, it's something that, like, after we broke up, I vowed to never. Like, obviously, there's still jealousy. Always. There's always going to be jealousy. But, like, I'm talking about toxic jealousy. You know, where it's like, you're talking to that guy? Like, you know, like, just beef, right? Um, and that's something I vowed. I saw an ugly side of myself from those ages that I never vowed to never go back to that. Yeah. Right? Did you change somehow? Like, you, like I, I became very angry as well, too, right? So, yeah. you got these changes in you. Isn't that interesting? How you
0: can kind of like see that in yourself and then realize it and then yeah. be like, okay, never that again. Or
1: yeah, you know,
0: because that that guy that you just described? I'm I kept saying wow because I I didn't even know that. Like I didn't. Maybe you told me mm-hmm. and then maybe I forgot. Yeah, but be, I forgot because I know you as someone else. Yeah, right. Like you are very pretty much the things, the other things yeah. you you were describing before yeah. that, like calm, chill, um nice like very warm never the the crazy psycho yeah, yeah. it's disgusting but maybe that's one of those things where it's like if if you're hanging out with the one person who's just this way you kind of start to mirror that back to them yeah maybe that kind of ties back into and that's
1: what i don't want to sound like i'm blaming or putting like tossing the blame aside but it's true like i i'm not like that but it, it's i felt like i was like falling behind yeah you can you imagine somebody like controlling you and you're just like yeah 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 and since I'm not like a, a pushover I'd be like okay like I have to kind of push back too mm-hmm. in order to make it fair but that's toxic like it's not a good relationship yeah. right to be doing stuff like that like but did you notice any changes in yourself like that not necessarily that but in myself? yeah with uh, your first relationship
0: oh uh. Tough, I don't it was so long ago. I can't even. Uh, it is
1: long ago. Like uh, we were over like ten 16, years, sixteen, seventeen Jeez, years old. We're old.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, I think over. I'm just drawing from a general, um, uh, d- different situations. I think I have seen different versions or unhealthy versions of myself and. Relationships, yes. Yeah. Maybe I can't remember back to that one, but I can think of other ones where I saw sides of myself where I was like, "Ooh, this is like crazy. Like, that's, I'm not, that's not the true me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where you know it's like how you are, where your values are, wh- how you kind of expect yourself to, to be. Mm. Um, and then when you kind of go against that, because maybe you're drawn into it, or you feel like you you gotta stand up for yourself or yeah. things like that, then you start to see it.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think yeah. that's like it. It shows growth, you know. It shows growth, it's like what you said, right? Like, to be conscious of it, it's like, it's like you're piloting the plane, but. Like, you see the plane and you're in the cockpit, but you, you're you not controlling it. That's how yeah. I felt yeah. at times, right? It affects... I was a kid, you know? Like, yeah. I was a kid that, again, non-violent, non-this, but I... It's just the choices that we make, right? And yeah. sometimes unfair, maybe a little bit warranted, but, like, at the end of the day, what, we were, what, 16, 17, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's not something that, like, me being handcuffed in the back of a cop car, like, it's not something that... Like, for something that I didn't, that I'm not, you know? Yeah. Like, if I'm a douchebag, like, if I'm this guy, like, I probably still feel like a victim. But, like, I would know that I deserve it. But, like, to be back there, you know? Knowing
0: 100% that you were innocent and you hadn't done anything wrong. Yeah. Zero. I remember when when those things were happening, I was so angry, like, for you. I was, I was like, okay, hold on. Out of everybody that I know, literally, it's it's <laughs> gonna happen to to Oscar. Like, how's that even? How does that even work? I I was so angry uh, at that. Uh, and, and you know, can of tell you
1: something. You know, what's interesting that I, I don't know if you think I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm dumb for this, but so when that was happening, I had a chance to leave. Uh, uh, like uh, somebody heard like the dispute, whatever, and they they see like a Latino guy, and like they they call the cops, whatever the security came out and and he told me, he's like, listen, if you don't leave, they're going to arrest you. And I never told you this. I don't know if I told you this, but like, and maybe I'm dumb for this, but I I sat on the floor and I started crying. I'm like, no, like I deserve this. Like I deserve to get arrested because I, I know that I'm not supposed to be with this person and I've seen all the signs and I'm still with this person. So I deserve whatever punishment. I'm pretty sure that even if I would have left, it would have found me. But like, I, I wanted to suffer because I, I, I felt like my stupid decision of staying in that
0: i deserve to get punished
1: right um but honestly like i said like i i could have left but i i I did wanna it's myself to kind of own up to what i was doing i I needed to like pay the price right uh either way like i did feel like it worked out for my favor because when the cops came um my girlfriend at the time she was actually like being aggressive with the cops i was there and she was like pushing the cops or whatever so they saw, like, they saw this guy. I wasn't victim. I wasn't there, like, pretending to be a victim. I was quiet. I was sad because of what had happened. And the the cops were witnessing this crazy girl, just like trying to push them and whatever. And I think she got arrested actually. I wasn't there. Like, I I I, I got I left, and and my sister told me because she was there that she got arrested. So like, the, all that went in my favor, right? Because it's like what you said. I'm not this. Like, I think we all have moments of aggression. Everybody does, right? We all have a beast inside of us. But, like, to, for me, for that to come out or for me to be like that, it's unknown. Like, I, I mm-hmm. never even knew how to, like, myself to get angry at a level where it could look wrong or anything, you know? It, it's so crazy to know that um, I don't consider myself fully innocent, right? Because I think if I was fully innocent, I wouldn't have been in that situation. But you learn from all that, you know? And yeah. that's why I be like, those toxic things. I, I learned to get good at at reading those violent toxic relationships early in my life yeah because i know people in our age that are in that yeah <laughs> or like even older yeah. that are in violent relationships i'm yeah. like no i learned how to deal with that yeah. when i was like 18 19. yeah
0: and i remember us actually talking to each other maybe years after that like later on in our in our 20s and being like okay thankfully we had the craziest shit happen to us like right from the get-go so it was yeah. like our first ones were that nuts, <laughs> where you know we experienced the the movie first attempt, yeah, so then from then on, I believe you you start to see those patterns differently in other people you you're you're
1: you're a lot more aware of it, oh hundred percent, yeah, you could see the signs, right, and yeah. that's why like in in the subsequent relationships i i i I could see that like we I always had that that was my non negotiable, which is like You can be jealous. I think cute jealous is fun. You know, I think we both like that, right? Cute Cute,
0: cute Spanish jealous.
1: (laughs) Not the burn your house down Spanish uh, jealous. But like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) No, but that cute. I was always aware and conscious of, of never, ever letting that happen again. know i'm saying because for me and you like we learn a lesson once and we move on like we're not trying to go back for for more right yeah that's crazy man because i I know you you didn't get uh no nothing
0: right on you no no i had a scare um and uh yeah i had a scare where i was at the movies watching uh the newest I i think it was a terminator movie that i was really excited for yeah um, and we got out of it, I got a blocked call on my cell phone. And at that time, I was getting a lot of blocked calls from different people that I knew that just had their thing hidden. And I picked up the, the one time coming out of the movie theater, and it's some guy claiming to be uh, the police. And I'm like, okay, what are you saying? And they told me that, where were you the past few hours I'm like I'm at the movies and uh, they're like apparently your girlfriend her parents have called the cops and and told us that uh, you went to their house and turned on the gas and then left and drove away in your in your uh, like navy car and I'm like okay I, I don't have a car it's my dad's car that I'm driving and it's black and so first off that Description's yeah. wrong. Yeah, um, I'm at the movies, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, how do I know that this is actually the police? You're calling me off a off a block number." Yeah. And so the guy gave me his badge number. I called the station back and gave them the the badge number, and it was right. It was actually a cop. Oh, it was actually a cop. Me. Yeah. Oh, I thought in my head because at that time, like her family was very against us dating yeah. because of cultural yeah. reasons, and me being an idiot. I should have just respected that and kind of walked yeah. away. But you're a kid at that age and you want to kind of push those boundaries. Yeah, you yeah. want to see in that movie, like what, what character you can be. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so I called them back. I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, there's, there's going to be an ongoing investigation now. Like we got to look into this. Yeah. And I'm, I was just myself. I was like, I've done nothing wrong. And this is now happening. And, so luckily at that time, like, uh, the girl, she was on board with me, like she had told me about these things and I didn't believe that her parents would actually go through all this to do these, to separate us. And, um, then we actually, uh, we met up, the cops came to my building. I gave them my, what well, they had my address, um, and we went and sat in their car in the back seat of the of the cop car and gave a full taped interview. And so Wait. she was on my side, luckily. Like we were good. Yeah. And she was living with me at that point, and um, she was kind of helping me out there. She's being like, "Yeah, my parents are crazy. They're they're like, you know, so they would do this. Oh, and wow. we're we're like happy together. We're whatever. Like we're we're uh, yeah." it definitely he definitely didn't do this. Yeah. And then it was good after that, but that was like the biggest scare, like having to go and like sit an
1: open investigation. <laughs> yeah,
0: sit in a in a cop's car at when I'm like 17 years old and talking to a tape recorder thing um and say that no, I was at the movies watching the freaking Terminator with my boys, <laughs> having a great time. Next thing I know, you guys are calling me up.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it's so like those things like there's so many debates about that, like, oh yeah, because uh, for me, uh, it's like, yo, you should have seen the signs and stuff. But like, the, our our fallback is like, we're we're young, you know, and that's not an excuse. That's like, that's an actual reason. Like, we're dumb, <laughs> you know. We're, we're boys. We're like sixteen. Great play boys. though, eh?
0: Like yeah. great move by the parents though, because they're just that's, trying to scare the the kid away, and yeah. it worked.
1: But like, what what, what triggers me or what I question is that the the kid can't be that different. Like if you if you grow up like that, you, you can't like physically be that different from your parents, right? Or or you have to have some kind of trauma, even if you're not like them, but have some kind of trauma to that because that's intense having parents like that. Yeah, that will make up lies and stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Especially like if you were like an adult man trying to like rob their their daughter, the fine like that still makes sense to me, you know. But just a bunch of kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, but what like those traumas like. The, Do you feel like it affected your subsequent relationship or or did you, could you like detach that experience from, from another, a new one? No, no.
0: I think, I think those kind of relationships, they, um, as long as you kind of debrief and you kind of see what happened, Mm -hmm. um, I think they're only good for your, your experience. Right, right. Yep. I'm sure. Like you were kind of talking about that earlier, right? Where you were like, okay, those are these. You, are things you mentioned I saw.
1: something like maybe from that point of view, yeah. Like from that, but you were, you mentioned something like sometimes we get into like a loop. I, I think you didn't get into that loop, but like people get into kind of loops. It's it's like what you said. It's perfectly said. Like I should not think about that. Like what you said about like we want to be like a movie, especially me being Latino. Like I'm a little dramatic. Yeah, you know? like a novela. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, sometimes we want to be, like, especially guys, too. So you want to be, like, a kind of like a hero, like, try to prove that you're a man and you can exactly. handle this, you know? Yes. But that's, like, the loop that, especially at our age, like we got to get out of, you know? And I think we've gotten out of it, but sometimes it's important to to remember these things, which is why I bring it up here, right? Because this is not, a, as much as we kept saying, like, oh, we were 16, we were 17, there's people that are, like, 50 and are doing this, you know? Like, this isn't just, uh, it's what you said. We were lucky fortunate enough to have gone through this early, you know? But there's people that are going through this right now in their thirties and their forties and their fifties. And that's that's like intense because everything is augmented, you know? The the fights are bigger, like the charges could be bigger, you know? Yeah. And that's traumatizing. Yeah. Right. But um all this, like, it allowed me to see our friendship for what it was, right? Like we weren't always together. And I wanna leave on that note. Um like for those who like i want to say lost their friends but obviously like after high school there's a time where we separate or whatever like me and you we haven't there's been times like maybe like a year two years that we just say hi once or twice but then like we'll chill for like a year in that year we'll chill a couple of times you know and it's like old times and those are the kind of friendships that to me they mean a lot because yeah. i don't think friendships have to be necessarily like always like talking always living together because you can get bored of each other you know i don't think me and you have ever had any problems like me and you you're the only friend that like we've never beefed or anything and it's it's been amazing, you know? I've known for yeah. like 16, I don't even know how many years now. Yeah, Decades. it's interesting <laughs> how
0: like, when you were talking about that, I thought about like, that connection. It's like, it's stayed the same level throughout the years. Regardless, even if we haven't talked for six months, like eight months, a year, two years, whatever. It stays strong. Like, that's so interesting to me.
1: Yeah, because growing up, I knew I started to learn what love meant, Right. And love isn't just like a feeling, right? It's like being able to like, even if we did beef, let's say, right? To be able to forgive and move. like, that's what love is, right? And and I love you like a brother. And that's why it's always been like, whether I, I see you for a year, I don't see you. Yeah. It's the same thing to me. Like, I remember so many things about you. Like, like I've always told you things that you never even know that you helped me in my life. Like, little tidbits that like you said. And it's like, bro, my best memory of you was uh, we we're playing soccer and I started to get a cramp. <laughs> and yeah, and like we just came from soccer I was sweating and, and you didn't give you didn't care you literally like went on your knees and like you grabbed my foot and you like helped me out like you didn't hesitate or nothing and oh to for me, real yeah
0: oh, I didn't even <laughs> like, remember
1: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, yeah man like, those are the memories I have of you and, and like of those feelings of like um brotherhood right yeah that like you don't really uh, maybe it's for me because I I've always been kind of like a loner because I've always been mostly with my family and stuff doing stuff and uh, I I used to move around a lot when I was young. So I never had that experience, right? That maybe a lot of people do, right? Uh, me and my cousins, we, we kinda grew apart too. So I, I did kinda grow up on which is why I would get into this relationship. So I blame you for all my bad relationships. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but I wanna thank you for being on, man. I appreciate it. No brother, uh, thank you. There's so many things right. I wanna uh to say, but you know, time got us. But thank you for coming on and thank I you, bro. You. I appreciate it. It means right. a lot. Oh, no, no worries. So <laughs> I will catch you guys on the next one from the Outer Chaos podcast.